0: What's up? Welcome back to another episode of Mind of a Mary, and thank you for tuning in. I was uh, I was thinking about core memories earlier today, and it made me think about a situation that happened when I was little. And when I was young, well, even now, but when I was young, I had a very strong love for balloons and anytime i saw a balloon i wanted a balloon but there's this one specific time when my mom was in korea she was in the air force and she got stationed in korea and i went out there to visit her and i remember when i got to korea my mom she had the biggest balloon i had ever seen in my life and i was so excited like Couldn't nobody tell me nothing because I was so excited to have that balloon. And I took that balloon everywhere I was able to take that balloon. Like, the whole time. I just wanted to stay with that balloon. So, on the way back to the States, I didn't know that you could not take balloons on a plane. And I will never forget. I will never forget. They said that they had to deflate my balloon. And I was like, deflate what balloon? But they didn't say deflate. They was like, oh, we're going to have to, like, pop your balloon. And I'm like, yo, y'all not doing shit to my motherfucking balloon because I'm not having it. I'm just not having it. Y'all got the wrong one. So I threw a fit. I threw a fit. And my family at that time, everybody was susceptible to getting their ass beat. And me knowing that, I tried to do as little things as possible to get my ass beat but that day I was willing to risk my life because I was like there's nobody touching my motherfucking balloon and mind you I was seven at the time and I just was not having it I was not having it I might have been six but either way I was not having it because balloons were like everything to me and I threw a fit and I knew I was gonna get my ass beat. I knew I was gonna get my ass beat. And I was with my auntie at the time. And I was like, Yeah, she gonna beat my ass. As soon as she get a chance, but I did not care. I did not care. And couldn't nothing couldn't nobody shake that love for balloons. And it had got to a point where the only thing that made me question my love for balloons was after I saw the movie It and after it, I was not messing with no type of clown, but before that, any clown who had any type of balloon, I was there for it. That clown was my best friend because you making balloon animals? I don't want it but then, after I saw it, I was like, "Hmm, I really want that balloon, but I don't want to mess with no clowns, but my love for balloons always prevailed, and I would always sit there so anxiously in front of the clown while you made my balloon and as soon as i got my balloon i was gone i was gone i did not want to be nowhere near it and just that time that memory in korea is like something that will always stick with me and then it got me thinking about other core memories and this core memory was a little more recent um probably i want to say Twenty end of twenty eighteen, end of twenty eighteen. I was in college and I ended up moving in with another one of my aunts. And I remember I was down bad. Like I've talked about times where I was down bad. Twenty eighteen was my down bad year for show. Sure. So twenty eighteen, I was down bad. Um, I ended up moving in with my aunt, and at the time I was I had. A lot of anxiety i was extremely depressed and i was i was barely functioning honestly i was barely functioning i was barely making it to class i was barely doing the work i did not want to talk to anybody i didn't want to talk to any of my cousins i didn't want to talk to my siblings i didn't want to talk to my parents i didn't want to talk to anybody i kind of just started pushing everybody out of my life and I remember when I moved in with my aunt, she was, you know, she was going through the ground rules, like her expectations, um, her expectations of me and what she expected out of me living under her roof and all was well. And then it kind of flipped in a very unexpected way, in my opinion, and she asked me what my expectations of her and her household were. And I was kind of like, hmm? And she was like, well, I want you to tell me what expectations you have and what you hope to accomplish by being here. And she was pretty much she just wanted to know, like, how she could help me and how she could be there for me and all that jazz, which it caught me off guard. It really did. But. In that conversation, I remember kind of just saying things that I that sounded like maybe she would want to hear that. And my aunt, she could tell she could tell. And she looked at me and she was like, don't tell me what you think I want to hear, because that is not what I want to hear. Whatever you think I want to hear. I don't want to hear that. Don't do that. Tell me. Tell me what it is. Tell me. Speak. Speak your truth. She said she essentially told me to speak my truth. And yes, everybody wants everybody to speak their truth. But the way she said it and how she was saying it, it was like, wow. And she said, it doesn't matter if it makes me upset. If your truth makes me upset, then OK. I'll we'll talk it out or we'll figure it out and I'll I'll figure it out. But regardless of what you do, you need to speak your truth. And I remember she told me that and as she was saying that, I was holding back tears. And even thinking about it right now, like I'm trying to I'm trying to hold back those tears because that that was a core memory. And I remember thinking like how how can I speak my truth, even knowing, like, knowing that it might make you mad, and like, how, why, like, why would you be okay with that? Like, it didn't make sense to me. It didn't make sense to me at the time, but it is a moment that I never forgot because I noticed it a lot more when I talk to people because I I just talk to people and people will tell me things and like open up about themselves and they kind of they already know what I have going on they knew they know kind of what I do and when i ask them like oh okay so like what do you want like it's just a, for me i just i'm curious cuz i really enjoy learning about people like it's i just want to be excited about what you're excited about like tell me or don't it's up to you but like be honest and people will kind of like say something that sounds pretty or like say something that they think sounds like productive or whatever the case may be. Um, because in their eyes, I'm productive. So people would always kinda wanna make it sound like they were doing something more productive. And in my head, I'm like, well, not even in my head, cause I've told a few people like, hey, you don't have to make it sound like they start that or the third. I don't care. Ultimately, like I do care. That sounds so mean, but I do care. But at the end of the day, when I go to sleep, I have my things going on. And whatever you say to me, if it's not the truth, then honestly, you're you're playing yourself. Because I'm going to go home, I'm going to go to sleep, and I'm going to continue doing the things that I do. So it doesn't really benefit either one of us to like say what you think I want to hear. And anytime I have that kind of conversation with someone... I always think about that time back in 2018 when my aunt was like, don't tell me what you think I want to hear, because that's not going to benefit either one of us. And to this day, that's something that has helped me. That's something that carried me even to this moment. Like when people talk to me, I tell them what it is. I don't care if you like it. I don't care if you don't like it. I don't care if you love it or hate it. I'm going to speak my truth. And if it makes you upset, cool. I don't care. If it makes you happy, cool. Same token. I really don't care. And I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it for me and only me. So that is one of the core memories that really, that was like a turning point. That was like a turning point because it changed my whole mindset. And it didn't. it wasn't in that split moment where i was able to just start speaking my truth it was something that kind of started happening over time but my aunt she's the one who unlocked that potential for me and she listens to this podcast now she found out about the podcast and auntie if you're listening to this thank you thank you so much because that that really was like a turning point that moment was A turning point and even just living with you for that short amount of time I've had so many like core memories and turning points within that short span and I am so grateful and I'm so appreciative of that time and everything that you've taught me during that time because you are honestly part of the reason that I'm here now (laughs) you are part of the reason that I'm here now you're The reason that this episode is happening, if all that stuff didn't happen back then, I probably would not be sitting here in front of this camera and this mic speaking my truth. (laughs) And that's what I do every episode. I just speak my truth, regardless of if the person on the other end is going to like it, love it, hate it, dislike it, whatever the case may be. And all that to say, speak your truth. Speak your truth. It doesn't matter if someone hates it, someone likes it, because as long as you speak your truth and you feel good about your truth, that's all that matters. All the extra noise, because that's what it is. It's noise. All that extra nonsense that people want to tell you, it's not important. Just live your truth, speak your truth, and be happy with your truth. And your truth is going to change. Your truth is going to change. Maybe not on everything, but things change. Things change. And the more you grow, the more you learn. The more you're going to change. And the more your truth is going to change. So, that's all I have for you today. And thank you for sharing your time with me. Thank you for sharing your Ooh. Thank you for sharing your energy with me and until next episode. Um out.